Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lightning fans, you found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Greetings once again. Welcome into lightninginsider.com podcast. I am the Lightning Insider. Eric Erlinson from lightninginsider.com. Recapping what happened in game four of the second round series, the Sunshine State Showdown between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers. Tampa Bay goes on to win the game by a score of two to nothing. And they sweep the series from the Florida Panthers. Kind of, I'll be honest with you, I, I don't think anybody saw that one coming. Uh, a four-game sweep, maybe, yeah, I'm sure there were plenty of people who would have picked Tampa Bay to win this series. But not four. There's, I, I don't, I'd be shocked how many people might have put money down on Tampa Bay sweeping this series in four games. But I will tell you this. This was not an easy series by any way, shape, or form. I know, you know, I've seen these situations before where, yeah, it says one team won four straight games, but it wasn't four, it wasn't a dominated series by the team that won four straight. And and I think that's kind of how this series played out as well because Florida had a a bulk, a, a good share of the shot possession in all four games of this series. But they only scored three goals. And you're not going to win a series when you're only scoring three goals. And they didn't get a ton of puck luck in the series. I think Tampa Bay would admit that. Even in the game, the clinching game here, Carter Verhage hits a double post. In game three, Sasha Barkov hits a post. Jan Ruda has to sweep a puck off the line. Ryan McDonough just... Barely gets his stick in front of a Jonathan Huberto shot that was earmarked for the open side of the net. And they don't they don't go in, and, and I think that you know you need a little luck on your on your side sometimes. But when you have a goalie like Andre Vasilevsky, you always have a chance. And you know, coming out of the game, the lighting were certainly uh, appreciative of their goaltender for sure. They sort of tipped their cap a little bit to the Panthers for the game that they played because the Panthers came out and and gave the push that you were hoping to see. If you're a Panther fan, if you're a fan of hockey, what you expect to see in these situations is the team that needs to win coming out and making a push like they want to win. And it's, that's not easy. That was not an easy situation for the Panthers because, you know, you lose a gut-wrenching game in Game 2 of the series. 
when Ross Colton scores with 3.8 left, you go down 2-0 in the series. You come up here after a couple days off for a game three. And again, Tampa Bay finds a way to win that game. It says 5-1, but it wasn't. It was a lot closer than 5-1. A couple of empty netters at the end. And then you have a game like Monday in a back-to-back situation where you have to come back and, and try and fight for your season. And the Panthers fought for their season. There's no doubt about it. They came out. The shots in the first period were 18-3. to But when you've got Andre Vasilevsky, I, I said it on the pregame show, Skate with Chief. Or Chief was actually the one who brought it up to me. I said it elsewhere. But, you know, for teams that have to face the Lightning, especially if they're going to play the committed way that they have, in this playoffs in particular, being physical, look, they, they have a big defense. Their defensive core is pretty big. Ryan McDonough's big. Eric Chernak is big. Victor Hedman, Mikhail Sergachev, those are your top four ice ice leaders on the back end. And they have some size. Cal Foote has some size to him. Zach Bogosian has some size to him. Jan Ruda's probably the smallest guy out there, and he's probably, what, 6'1", 6'2", over 200 pounds. So you have to fight your way through the Tampa Bay defense. And then if you're able to do that and get pucks through, you, you got to beat the big guy in net. And the big guy in net was not going to be denied in game number four. And despite having two goals challenged and overturned, and by the way, those were both the proper calls. It was hard to see. It was hard to find on the first negated goal by Alex Kalorn as he tipped a Mikhail Sergachev shot, which would have been Tampa Bay's seventh shot of the game. They were being outshot, I think, 23-7 at the time, and they nearly had a one nothing lead. But you finally found a replay that showed that the puck hit the netting and landed basically at the skates of Mikhail Sergachev right before that goal was scored. So that was the right call. I know it took a long time to get there, way too long in my opinion, but it was the right call at the end of the day. And then the Kucherov goal off the faceoff, again, it's the right call. They put that rule in a couple of years ago that you can't use your glove even if it's on the stick to win a faceoff, and it was pretty clear that Anthony Sorelli did just that so those were both the proper calls so you have to overcome that if you're Tampa Bay and and then you just keep fighting for it and you know Steven Stamko said after the game they didn't want to waste that performance by Vasilevsky you can't waste that performance by Vasilevsky you have to reward him in that situation it's it's one thing in the regular season to say that but it's something completely different in the playoffs because Look, the odds were stacked heavily against Tampa Bay losing this series. You go up 3-0, only four teams in NHL history have come back from down three games to love. But if you win one game, it doesn't matter. We saw this in 2015, right, when Tampa Bay was up 3-0 on Montreal. Back-to-back night situation, right? Games 3 and 4 were back-to-back nights. The Canadians came back and won 
game number four, went back home, won game number five, and then the Lightning had to close that out in six before they moved on to the conference final that year. So you you, you just never know. So they, they just had to keep plugging away. It, it, the first period was spent primarily in Tampa Bay's end. They spent a lot of time defending. They started to grow a little bit into the game and, and create some chances and create some opportunities. I thought Sergei Bobrovsky was really good in this game as well. But the Lightning said they just had to keep fighting for it, just keep pushing forward, keep pushing forward. And eventually they got the break. Zach Bogosian threw a puck towards net that popped up in the air. Great awareness by Pat Maroon to basically reach over the top of Bobrovsky, knock the puck down into the crease, and as Bobrovsky sort of it sort of hit the back of his leg and ended up going into the net and uh, gave Tampa Bay a one nothing lead in the third period. And then sort of epitomizes how this series went for both teams as, once again, Florida gets a late third-period power play opportunity, this time with 2.30 left when Andre Pilat puts a puck out of play. It's an automatic penalty. Similar to Game 2 when Steven Stamkos took a penalty with three and a half minutes to go. And... You know, the, the penalty kill group, Alex Kalorn, Pierre-Edouard Belmar, Nick Paul, Anthony Sorelli, Ryan McDonough, Victor Hedman, Eric Chernak, Mikhail Sergachev, did their job. Blocking shots, getting in lanes, not really allowing Florida to do much of anything with that power play opportunity, and found a way to close it out. And Andre Palat, uh, the beneficiary of a puck clear, he comes out of the penalty box, Scores the empty net goal, clinches the game with about 20 seconds to go. And once again, Tampa Bay is moving on to the Eastern Conference Final for the third consecutive year and also the sixth time in eight years. The only two years the Lightning have not gone on into the third round, the conference final round, the league semifinal round since 2015 came in 2017. When they missed the playoffs, it's hard to believe they missed the playoffs during this run, but they did. That was the year that Steven Stamkos uh, suffered a knee injury. Ryan Callahan missed most of the year with a hip injury, uh, and they fell one point short. That was Braden Point's rookie year. That was the year they ended up trading Ben Bishop, and Andre Vasilevsky took over after the trade deadline and nearly got them in, nearly got them in in 2017, uh, but they fell one point short. Uh, then the only other year they have not reached that round, of course, was 2019 when they lost in the first round at Columbus. So six conference finals in eight years. And let's go back in 11 years. It's seven conference finals in 11 years, going back to 2011. So 2011, they make the conference finals. 15, 16, 18, 20, 21, and now 22 for them to make the conference final. I hope Lightning fans who are listening to this appreciate what it is you're watching. This is greatness. This is... You know, they haven't... They didn't win three cups in five years like Chicago did yet. But this is as close to a modern NHL dynasty that you might find. 
throw in the President's Trophy. I know. Nobody wants to talk about that. But this is the epitome of what is basically a modern dynasty. You know, the Kings won a couple of cups in, in, in two years, in 2012 and in 2014. Blackhawks won some cups. Pittsburgh won back-to-back cups in 16 and 17. But none of those teams, and in fact, to show you just how incredible this run is, Game 4, beating Florida, winning that series, their 10th consecutive playoff series win. The only teams that have done it more, the only teams that have won more consecutive playoff series Of course, the Islanders, when they won four straight cups and they won 19 consecutive playoff series. And then the Canadians did it twice. When they won uh, three cups in a row. Ten straight playoff series win. They won 12. So we know that they'll face either Carolina... Or New York. That series is 2-1 Carolina heading into game number four at Madison Square Garden. And we know that Tampa Bay will start on the road. But let's just kind of touch on Vasilevsky here. Because this is an incredible stat. And this is why he might already be considered the greatest goalie of all time if you had a debate. You'd get people to have differing opinions, of course. But... In, in the last seven series-clinching victories going back to the 2020 Stanley Cup Final against the Dallas Stars, so Game 6 against Dallas, and then last year Game 6 against Florida, Game 5 against Carolina, Game 7 against the Islanders, Game 5 against Montreal, Game 7 against Toronto and now Game 4 tonight. All of those series in which they won the series-clinching game, Andre Vasilevsky has allowed a total of one goal. That's an incredible, incredible number to me. I saw the debate sort of going around Twitter a little bit after the game talking about, oh, who's your Mount Rushmore? Who's your Mount Rushmore goaltenders? Obviously, that conversation comes up because you have to put Vasilevsky probably on that list right now. Right now. He's not even 30 years old, and we're going to put him on the Mount Rushmore of goalies. He stopped 49 shots. I know this is a question that Michael asked me, uh, so I'll just answer it right now. Only one other goaltender has stopped more saves in a serious clinching shutout than Andre Vasilevsky did tonight. And that's Patrick Waugh, who stopped 63 shots in Game 4 of the 1996 Stanley Cup Final when Colorado beat Florida in triple overtime. So, backtrack the math. That means the 49 saves that Vasilevsky made is the most in NHL playoff history in a series-clinching game shutout. 49 shots. That's why I said, anytime you have that guy back there, you've got a chance. You have a good chance, as we saw tonight. And it has to be frustrating for other teams. So that's what teams who face the Tampa Bay Lightning are up against. 
how do you solve 88? And, you know, it is funny how things can go. And I know John Cooper touched on this in his post game. But in the series against Toronto, you know, everybody's like, oh, he's too tired. He can't do it. This team's too tired. Vasilevsky, he's been solved. You know, I certainly I had many, many people tell me the series, the season was over after the second period of game six when Toronto scored twice in the final minute, including one that they probably wanted to have back. And yet now here we are. Since that game, since game six, he's allowed a total of four goals in five games. He's had help, and he's had some good fortune on his side. If P.K. Subban was around, he'd say he was sitting on a horseshoe. Florida again hit some posts. It took that incredible stick deflection from Ryan, Ryan McDonough on Sunday to prevent a tying goal. So you need a little luck, but sometimes you create your own luck. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I think Aaron Eckblad hit a post tonight, too. But four goals in five games since getting beat. And, and just think about this. You, you need your goalie to give you a chance to win, right? And let's just backtrack to game six against Toronto. Yeah, he let in two goals. The Lightning's lead erased in the blink of an eye at almost the worst time. It's not quite the worst time. The worst time would have been the third period for that to happen. But it happened in the second period. And guess what he didn't do after that? He didn't let in another one. Did not let in another one. Gave his team a chance. Nikita Kucherov tied that game with a power play goal. Braden Point won it late in the first overtime. And Toronto had good looks in the overtime. I mean, that's how close playoffs can be sometimes. And when you've got a goaltender like Andre Vasilevsky, you have a chance. Because let's face it, the Lightning weren't at their best tonight. They were, you know, Steven Stamkos called it flat. Pat Maroon said they were just kind of dipping their toes in the game. You know, you get outshot 18-3 to in the first period. Well, you know, that's not at your best. And they weren't their best in this game. But their goalie gave them a chance. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. And when you've got the firepower and the ability, and especially the playoffs, the willingness and the desire and the determination to do what this team does, you have a chance to win games. 
maybe when you don't deserve a chance or you don't deserve to win the game. But guess what? Nobody asks that in the playoffs. They ask, how did you win the game? They don't ask how you won the game. Excuse me. They ask, did you win the game? You know, the the year that the Canadians, what was it, 93? The year that they went to the Stanley Cup final and, and beat Wayne Gretzky's LA Kings in the final, I think they won 10 overtime games that year. 10 overtime games. Might have been more. Somebody fact-checked me. But they didn't ask how the Canadians won the game. All they asked was, did you win the game? Did you score at least one more goal than your opponent? If the answer is yes, you've done your job. And tonight, the Lightning found a way to do their job. They won a game where they were outshot, outpossessed, outchanced on a couple of levels. And yet they win the game because you've got a guy like Andre Vasilevsky in net. And like I said, I am I'm surprised I'm here talking to you right now that Tampa Bay won this series in four games. And I can't tell you how beneficial <laughs> that is for this team. Because they need some time off. They need a few days to try and rest not just the bruises from all the pucks they've eaten (laughs) in this series in particular but that was a grueling series against Toronto I've talked about that and again even though this was four games this was a hard battle against Florida pretty sure wasn't every game tied going into the third period game one was game two was game three trying to remember I don't know I think game three Tampa Bay had the lead going to the third they did and then game four obviously was tied 0-0 going into the third those are stressful intense situations and they just found a way to be be the one to come out on top in all of them and that's why they're the Tampa Bay findaways they find a way. So they'll get at least a few days off now. A lot will depend on what happens. Uh, in particular in the, the Rangers-Carolina series. But it also depends on what happens in the Western Conference. Colorado went up three games to one in St. Louis tonight. Their game five back in Denver will take place on Wednesday. Again, game four between Carolina and the Rangers takes place on Tuesday. Their game five will be Thursday. And then the other Western Conference series, Edmonton's up on Calgary two games to one. So if all of those series end early, you don't get as much time off. If any of those series gets extended to six or seven games, then that stretches out the amount of time that Tampa Bay is going to get off. And they need it. They absolutely need it. In this situation. Because they could use the time off. You know you heard Andre Vasilevsky. Or maybe didn't. But I'm going to tell you about it. Vasilevsky said after the game. That guys are literally breaking their bones. To block shots. And I'm pretty sure he's. 
referring to Brandon Hagel in that situation because I'm pretty sure Brandon Hagel has a hairline fracture in his foot. That's the only thing that makes sense for, you know, you just try to start to add two and two together here and see where things go on that front. So they need the rest, and they're going to get the rest. I, I would have to imagine they're going to get at least two full days of rest. Two full days to recover. A little celebration, I'm sure, after winning the series. Uh, but probably just a chance to hit the ice baths. Maybe the hyperthermic chambers. Maybe the therapy room. Ice ice bags, whatever it is. And it, it just reminds me again. You know, there's that famous story... And if you listen to the pregame, sco- pregame skate show, sorry, you heard me and Chief talk about it. When, you know, the Islanders won their fourth straight cup in 1983, they defeated the ultra-talented Edmonton Oilers, the Gretzky, Curry, Messier era, Glenn Anderson, days of the Oilers. And after... The Oilers lost that series. They're, they're walking back out to their team bus, and they pass by the Islanders' dressing room, and all they see is guys with ice packs all over them. They're not hooping and hollering and dancing and anything else. They've got ice packs all over them because that's how hard it is, and that's what it takes to win in the NHL playoffs. And that's delighting to feeling the effects of that. They're absolutely feeling the effects of that type of playoff hockey because they're dedicated to it. They understand what it takes to win. You know, that's, that's where I look at a team like Florida. And I've we've seen that story before, right? The high-flying team can score goals sometimes at will. The comeback cats, as they're called. All the games they were able to come back and win. Shoot, there was a game late in the season. They were down 5-1 to Toronto in the third period and won that game. President's Trophy winner. One of the best seasons in NHL history. They finished with 58 wins. The year the Lightning tied the NHL record, they finished with 62. And what happened? They both, they both their seasons ended in a sweep. On the wrong side of a sweep. So we've seen that story before, and the difference to me in a lot of ways in this series was the Lightning's dedication to doing what it takes to keep the puck out of their net. They might not be the best defensive team out there, but they know how to defend when the chips are down, and that's what they've done. So they'll get a few days off here to rest and recover, and they'll be better for it in the long run. So uh, good for them. They've earned it. Uh, We'll see, though. Again, I don't know when they're going to get back to practice. I would say that the earliest the conference final might start would be early next week, maybe late on the weekend, depending on what goes on with the other series. But, again, those series are going to go at least till Thursday. Yeah, at least till Thursday depending on what goes on, and then the league will react from there. 
Either way, they're facing either the New York Rangers or the Carolina Hurricanes in the conference final when it comes to it. All right, a couple of quick questions. I answered, answered Michael's. Um, I know uh, Don Golden had a question. I know he's a big college hockey fan. Uh, he was asking me about Sammy Walker and Cole Gutman. Sammy Walker finished his uh, season at the University of Minnesota, his senior year. Same thing for Gutman at, De- at uh, Denver. Um, they're both... Uh, lightning property, but there is a a situation where they could actually become free agents. That would come in August. Sometime the date is usually August fifth, but the calendar is a little messed up right now because of the the COVID situations. It's kind of backed up the calendars a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I, the last time I had inquired about that. Uh, specifically about Walker, the, the Lightning felt that they were in a good position to sign him. Obviously, it hasn't happened yet. Um, you know, if you're a forward <laughs> in this situation and, and you look at the Lightning's depth chart at forward, you know, you might not think you have a chance to the, – the route might take a little bit longer to get to the NHL. You know, look, we saw Nick Perbick sign because the route to the NHL for defensemen might be a little bit easier for Tampa Bay over the next couple of years as it is for forwards. Um, so I don't know if that's the case of what's going on with both those players, uh, but just something to keep an eye on because that deadline does come sometime in August where you know it's in the CBA that players in college uh, do have that clause. We've seen it with other guys. Uh, Adam Fox was that way. He forced uh, some trades because he wasn't going to sign with the teams that drafted him. He was originally, originally drafted by Calgary and then became Carolina's uh, property. Uh, Justin Schultz is a big one that comes to mind. He was an Anaheim draft pick out of the University of Wisconsin. I think he ended up signing as a free agent with Edmonton. Uh, Jimmy Vc was that guy. So there's there's plenty of these college players that have been drafted that don't sign with a team that drafts them because they don't want to play. Nathan Smith, the, the, the Tampa kid who was at um, Minnesota State, you know, he, he was originally drafted by Winnipeg, but he told them he wasn't going to sign with them. So rather than let him hit free agency, they trade him to Arizona. He signs in Arizona and ends up playing the the final stretch of games out um, to end the season uh, with the Arizona Coyotes. So that that's kind of what's going on with them. Uh, the other one comes from uh, Blaze. Uh, he was asking if he if I think that sweeping the Panthers kind of puts the last little rearview mirror stretch of the Columbus series behind them. Um, no, I think that happened in 2020. When they defeated the Dallas Stars, that was in the rearview mirror. You might even say it was symbolic that it actually happened when they beat Columbus in five in the fifth overtime of game one of the first round that year because that, that was kind of a launching point for what happened the rest of the playoffs for them, right? And the beating Columbus in five, Boston in four, Islanders in six. Dallas and six. They never faced an elimination game in that entire playoffs. I just think that this is just, you know, once they got over that hump, which I think happened in 2020, 2019 will always be a part of who they are. You can't get rid of that. I wrote it at the time. That scars never going away. It was even brought up a few times in the final month of this season, in the series against Toronto. Oh, it's Columbus all over again. They lost the first game, 5 nothing. la, 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 la. So the scar is never going to go away. And look, I have scars on my body. They don't go away. I look at it and I remember 
Oh yeah, that's that's what happened when I got that. I remember that. So that scar will always be a part of them. But they, to me, that book closed in 2020 when they celebrated on the ice in Edmonton in the bubble when they defeated the Stars in six games. This to me is once I get over that hump, they've learned. And in fact, if you watched John Cooper's press conference tonight, he was asked about experience and, and everything else like that, if experience matters. Um, and he said yes. And uh, the, the Columbus topic came up and I asked him, I said, so what did you learn from that series against Columbus in the grand scheme of things? And he said, we haven't lost since. And he said, that's my mic drop moment. So uh, th- th- to me, that's the case. So, all right, before I sign off, I want to make sure uh, let you know that th- this is sponsored by BioPro Plus. It's the number one non-synthetic alternative pr- to prescription hormone injections. Change how you look, perform, and feel with BioPro Plus. You can find BioPro Plus on Twitter or Instagram at BioProteinTech or online at BioProteinTech.com. And you can use the word code, code word LIGHTNING for $30 off any order. And, of course, don't forget, if you are not a subscriber to my site, uh, first of all, why are you taking this long to sign up for my site? Please go sign up, lightninginsider.com. First thing you see is how to sign up. I'm going to give you a $10 off code for your first year. Just use podcast when you sign up. That's podcast, and you'll get your first year off for um, $10 off your first year. Lots of stories, lots of stories still to come. I got a, a great story on Nick Paul. From the start of this series, after coming off that heroic um, Game 7 against Toronto, uh, the, the, the whole story I wrote during the off day of how determined I was to find out the definition of determination, uh, I thought that was a fun one to write. Uh, both of those you'll find under the Daily Charge. Of course, there's game recaps that you can find as well, including from this game once it's posted. So, uh, again, podcast is the code for $10 off the first year at lightninginsider.com. You can catch me on Wednesdays with Ian Beckles and Jay Retcher from 4 to 5 live in studio. Uh, that'll include this week as we talk about the uh, series sweep against Florida. And we'll look ahead to the Eastern Conference Final. We won't know an opponent by then. Um, so that's again, four o'clock on 95.3 WDAE on Wednesdays. We take calls, we take texts. Uh, so tune in there. Uh, the pregame skate show I do with Bobby, the chief Taylor, you can find that one hour before every lightning playoff game on news radio WFLA locally or at lightning power play. Just go on the iHeart app and search lightning power play. That is one hour before puck drop of every lightning playoff game. And of course I do a hit with Greg Lanelli during the first pregame at home games during the pregame show. Uh, so you can listen for me there as well. Don't forget my other podcast is Lightning Game Day Now in partnership with Bally Sports Sun. Uh, so you can find that wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, subscribe to this one, lightninginsider.com podcast. Thanks as always, everybody, for listening and checking this out. Uh, again, if you ever have questions, just hit me up, ask EE. I'll try and get to them. As I can, sometimes I'm forgetful and I I don't get to them, but um, feel free to ask and we'll see where things go uh, when we get around to doing the next one. So uh, enjoy the next couple of days. Revel in what it is you're watching with this team because it's something special. 
Again, six conference finals in eight years, third consecutive conference final. Andre Vasilevsky might go down as the best goaltender ever after coming off a 49-save shutout to once again send Tampa Bay back to the Eastern Conference Final. He has allowed one total goal in the past seven series-clinching games. It's incredible. Enjoy it. Catch your breath for a couple days because you're going to go through it right again as we uh, see this team go head-to-head against either the Rangers or the Carolina Hurricanes. All right, as always, thanks for listening, and we'll talk soon. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.